Welcome to Teachers in Business, where we talk about how to build a service-based business that more than replaces your teacher income while also having the truly flexible schedule you've always wanted. No more school calendars and bell schedules, no more 80-hour weeks, and no more being underpaid and undervalued. It's time for you to start making your own rules for your work, your life, your time, and your money. Listen on to find out how. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 57. So this week, we're going to actually continue the episode from last week, which was about which skills actually transfer. This is part two. If you haven't listened to part one yet, it's okay. You can do these out of order. No one will be injured. No glitch will happen in the matrix. Everything as well, because we're just talking about a continuation of the skills that actually transfer from teaching to business, because honestly, so often people say to me, but, but which skills actually transfer? Because there's so many posts, like, for example, on LinkedIn that are like, all your amazing teacher skills transfer into the business world or into other careers. And they're like, yes, but how? (laughs) So as someone who is a teacher who has worked in the corporate world, who now runs a couple of my own businesses, who coaches businesses, I see the transfers every single day. This is part and parcel of what I do. It's actually something I see a lot, even with people who don't think of themselves as teachers. Like I have um, someone in my charting business success group right now who was not at any point or a formal classroom teacher. She doesn't Um, She didn't get a teaching degree, but what she did for a long time was teach animals. And so she has skills that she learned in teaching, you know, other beings in working with other humans as she was teaching and training animals that constantly transfer from her background to her business now, where it's like, well, how do you explain this idea? Well, you break it down into pieces. You learn one task at a time. You um, don't expect people to have it right away. You, I mean, like all of these things, it's the patience and the flexibility and the determination. So these are things we talked about last week. And, you know, in, I'm just going to take a second here. If you haven't thought about joining Charting Business Success yet, you ought to please. And I know that's like very, like, out there of me to be like, no, 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 you ought to think about this, but you ought to, because it truly is a monumentally useful program. Like I couldn't be prouder of the changes and the growth that people are having in the group this first round halfway through. It's like, holy mackerel, the difference, the amount of progress, the way they're starting to see their businesses and what's possible. And now we're really through the part where everybody's had all their ideas and now we're starting to filter out and constrain where it's like, well, do you have to do all of those things or can you just focus on this one? And working through the process of getting from all the ideas to just what you're going to focus on in eight weeks is really useful because now at the start of the year, they already are through that (laughs) and they can spend all of 2022 focused. Like that's kind of magical. If you are interested in joining the next round launches the week of February 7th, um, I already have a couple of people on my calendar who are talking to me about joining. So if you want to join, it is time to get on my calendar. It is 16 weeks of one-on-one 
um, sorry, 16 weeks of small group coaching where you get a ton of one-on-one attention because there's never more than five people in there. Um, we really focus on your thing and everybody learns with and from each other, but everybody gets coached every week. There's none of this, like, it's not your turn stuff, not happening. And you get a, you get one, one one-on-one session with me, one hour specifically for you in the 16 weeks, you get a copy of my book and it's a thousand dollars. Like it could possibly be the most useful thousand dollars you spend all year. And it's four payments of $250. And by the end of the program, you'll have made it back. So if you're going to make it back and then some, what's so scary about the investment friends, you can do this. It really is life-changing. It really will change your thinking and your business and it is worth it. So there. So now let's talk about skills. So I have a handful more today. Um, (laughs) I'm going to let this not slide into three episodes, but I really could. So one of the other skills, another skill, or let's start the first skill I want to talk about today is that teachers are excellent at assessment. We as teachers have to formatively assess like on the fly, is that kid getting it? What do I have to do differently? What's the question that I can ask to move them forward? How do I give them the right feedback right here? And we also have to summatively assess like we got to the end of the unit. Where are kids in terms of what they learned in this unit? How do I score them? What percentage of what they needed to learn did they get? you know, all of that kind of stuff, both for, you know, helping kids learn and for reporting purposes, we're really good at this sort of assessment. This is evaluation in a business. It is a direct correlation. And the more you assess and evaluate in a business, the faster it grows. It's just like if you're constantly evaluating and assessing where your kids are at and what they need next, they learn a lot more. If you're constantly evaluating and assessing where your business is at and what you need to do differently, you grow faster, period. It's like evaluating day to day, like how did this work? What would I do differently? What was my result? But also the quarterly, the monthly, the yearly evaluations where it's like, all right, what really worked? What was productive? Where did I end up? What are the numbers? This is the same exact process. It's just that like what you do with the data is slightly different. Like that's, it's it. It's just kind of different data because it's business data versus classroom data, but really same kind of stuff. The next thing that we do really well as teachers is we individualize. So as a teacher in a classroom, you know, I taught middle school primarily. Uh, I worked with a ton of elementary school classrooms. I teach college kids now. My job is to look at the set of students in front of me. Like I have a new class for college kids starting tomorrow. My job is to look at my group and think like, okay, who needs what? You know, there are going to be kids that are, take my college class, for example, there are going to be kids, you know, let's say 30%, a third of them are going to be like right on their game, doing the work, working ahead, reading all the things, doing all the homework, doing each problem, like with efficacy, asking all the questions, doing that. There's going to be another third that are like, doing it, but like at the last minute and on the weekends, because they work during the week, because they have kids, because they have jobs, because they have families, because this is what they're sort of fitting it in where it fits the best they can. And then I have a third that are like, yeah, I want to take this class, but yeah, I don't really want to do a lot of the work. And there are a lot of reasons that's, that's happening. My job as a teacher 
as the teacher is to individualize my responses to them, to look at students' individual situation and say, okay, in this situation, here's what I need to give you. Here's what I can expect. Here's how I want to shift what we're doing and what I'm explaining to you because you have these kinds of questions. You have this kind of background. You know this. You're struggling with that. And meet the learner where they're at. Teachers are exceptional at this whole meeting the learner where they're at. As a business owner, I do this same thing day in and day out because I have potential clients come into my world. I ask them questions. I learn about their businesses. I talk to them about where they're at. And then I have to decide what my response is. In some cases, it's saying, hey, you know what? When you get to this stage, let's talk again because you're not quite ready for what I offer yet. Or it's like, hey, I think you're doing great. If you want help, I'm here. And if you don't, that's cool. Just keep going. Or it's saying, hey, you know what? I feel like you could really benefit from coaching. Are you willing to talk about it? You know, and that's probably a third, a third, a third. I get to individualize both my response to potential clients, but also day-to-day to to my clients. My clients all are different people running different businesses in different ways. I, there is no box for that. There is me as business owner saying like, okay, you client A, you need to approach work in this way. We talk a lot more about feelings. We talk about mindset. We talk about this. You client B, you're a very practical progress marked oriented numbers kind of person. We're going to talk numbers and progress markers. Each client gets to individualize. That's what I'm good at as a teacher. It's what you're good at as a teacher. That carries with you directly. I use that skill every single day with clients. I use it in my Facebook group when people ask questions. I use it in Messenger when people ask questions. I use it on my Facebook page when people respond to things all day long. Okay. So, so far we assess, we individualize. The other thing teachers are amazing at is creating and implementing simple systems. What you did as a teacher is you created structures for your students to work in. They knew the process for turning in homework. They knew the process for putting their things away. They knew the process for getting started in class. They knew the process for what happens when you take an assessment. They know these processes You instill like two or three step processes so that they can come in and get moving as efficiently as possible. This is the same kind of work you do in your business. You just do it for yourself. It's you look around and you go, okay, where are my processes more complicated than they need to be? Where do I not have a process where every time I go to do something, I feel like I'm reinventing the wheel. I just had a conversation with a client this week where she was like, yes, I want to do this thing, but I don't feel comfortable because I feel like every time I start, I'm starting fresh. And so what we did is we looked at all of the things she has in place now and how she already has a process. She just hadn't recognized it yet. So you as a teacher are really good at building processes. As a business owner, you take those skills and you apply it to how you create content, to how you onboard clients, to how you bill, to how you track money, to how you network, to how you make new connections, to how you manage all the data and input and stuff that comes with running a business. You create systems because you're good at systems. You've had to create them already. You just transfer them to a new place. Another thing that I think, a fourth thing that I find that teachers are 
really, really good at is engaging all students. So as a teacher, my job was to look at all the people in front of me and help them figure out how to love math. This is not an easy job. (laughs) In business, this engaging learners piece is selling. It's not convincing. My job as a teacher was never to talk them into loving math. Like you can't talk people into loving math, but you can show them ways and access to love. You can connect them to ways that they haven't seen yet to love. You can help them understand how it serves them so they can love. I did that in a math classroom. And in my business, my job is to do that to create sales. I help people see the value of coaching. I help people understand how it can help them. I help people engage with the idea that coaching can be a tool that serves them. I help people engage with the idea that another human being involved in their business can help them grow faster. You know, that is selling, but it is the same kind of selling I did with students with one caveat. In a classroom, at some point, I have to engage everyone. I don't have to convince them to love math, but I do have to get them on all on board. In business, I don't need to do that. In business, I only have to engage the people that want to say yes to me. That's a huge difference. It's like only having to teach kids in a classroom who are there because they love it. Like, can you imagine a classroom, a math classroom full of kids that are like, yes, what are we doing today? It's like a whole different feel. Your business is like that. You are getting to engage and sell to people that want what you have. That's a magical thing. The other thing that teachers are really good at is getting kids excited about learning. It's a little different than engaging, right? It's like, I have to get you to connect this content. The excited part is like, oh, this is interesting. It's like the, ooh, we're learning new things. Like, what are we? It's that little hook you used at the start of the lesson to like pique their interest. It's the um, bell ringers that you did. It is the starting activities where like I used to do them in science lab and we'd start talking about like, I don't know, whatever lab experiment we were doing today and uses of fire or something. And they'd be like, Ooh, what are we doing today? They may not have loved science, but they loved that kind of stuff. And they got excited about what we were doing next. Friends, that is marketing. Marketing is getting people excited about what you sell. That is it. When you are getting kids excited to learn what you're going to teach them, you are marketing to them. You are connecting them to what they're about to do in a way that's like getting their interest peaked. You're getting their curiosity moving. You're getting their brains turned on. In marketing, when you're talking about your business and you're like peaking someone's interest and you're like, oh, have you ever learned to do this thing? Oh, I can teach you how to do that. Well, that's marketing. Marketing is like, getting people's buy-in to to being a part of what you're selling, right? It's helping people to connect to the content and helping them to be excited to hear more. It's the like getting them, as my coach said to me this morning, it's getting them to lean in. You're marketing when you get the kids to lean in. Mm. So friends, I'm not going to try to belabor this. 
there are a couple of more. Um, let's see, what else didn't I list that I can just tell you that I didn't have to talk about? Well, first, passion and commitment. Teachers are passionate and committed to what they do. And that is exactly what you need to run a business. Like you cannot run a business that you don't enjoy and you're not committed to. It won't work. The other thing is the teachers are really excellent at wearing all the hats. You're the person that consoles. You're the person that disciplines. You're the person that grades. You're the person that cleans. You're the person that organizes. You're the person that plans. You're the person that does all the things. You call them mom. Sometimes you feel like you are the mom. Sometimes you do you know, the, you give them the love, you give them the stern things, you do all the stuff in between. And guess what? In business, you're the same. You wear all the hats, but as a teacher, you do that naturally and effectively. You will do the same thing in a business. That is a part of what we do as business leaders and owners. We do the things we need to do. We give away the tasks we need to give away. You know, part of what I help my clients do is when they are ready to delegate, figure out how, because as the queen of your kingdom, as a teacher, it's really hard to do. And in business, it is sometimes the thing we have to do to grow. So there's a lot in here, but what I want you to really walk away with is this. So many of your teaching skills from assessment to individualizing how you connect to implementing systems, to wearing all the hats, to engaging, to helping kids get excited to learn. All of these things are business skills. They have a direct correlation with business growth. And the more effectively you pull those skills into your business, the better your business will run because you will be leveraging the things you are already good at. If this feels like a heavy lift, come join Charting Business Success. If group things are not your thing, Come work with me one-on-one. I teach people how to leverage these skills so that growing a business is simple and easy. I make business results simple. This is what we do together. You do not have to make it this hard. It is simple, not necessarily easy, but simple. It doesn't need to be so complicated all the time. So if you're ready to reach out, you're ready to reach out. You know, you are send a message. You can send it to Sarah at torpycoaching.com. You can go to my website, which is just torpycoaching.com and you can book a time to connect, or you can just send me a Facebook message or a LinkedIn message and say, Hey, I'm ready to talk and I will be there and we will set up a time. Thanks for listening. Feel free friends to share this podcast or write me a review on Apple podcasts. This is how other people start to find it. And anything like that is like crazy appreciated. Thank you guys. And I'll see you next week.